Thank you. It was beautiful. I think I only want to wa- add one thing for us to think about in leaving. Um, before I add it, I also I want to um, I want to do do something, say something about being here with you, being here together. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just to acknowledge that much. Um, I could say thank you. I could say yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) Thank you. for um, being willing to stretch for what you love. Thank you for being willing to be uncomfortable for what you love. Thank you for being willing to be... To listen to what you're devoted to and follow that, follow the arrow of your com- the compass of your, no, the arrow of your compass. There's lots of arrows. There's Eros's arrows and compasses have arrows. <laughs> Whatever image you have, your Eros's compasses arrows. For sharpening those arrows and letting them ignite. For the love of it, for the beauty of it, for the I can't help it, have to, for whatever context is meaningful that you put yourself in as you do this work. And I want to just offer one thought for us, which has to do with this mystery of participation in perception and making our world. It is not incidental what we do with our minds. It is not incidental what we make with this instrument of perception in the moment of seeing and what is perceived shapes our experience, shapes our ideas, our ideas shape our action, our action follows on and we leave it for those who come after us. At least this is one very helpful thing to think about. And I, I'll speak just personally. It's maybe, maybe I first asked you the question. You know, maybe, maybe you're very clear about how you matter in this world. Maybe it's very clear to you, but for many of us, I know it isn't. You think, well, one out of seven billion, and that's just, you know, if we start doing it all on that very horizontal level, it's like, ah, oh, what do I matter? And then we put ourselves back in that logos of a meaningless cosmos and, and the only real story I've got is, 
yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've got one sort of narrative for how come I got here and why things are like they are. And yeah, I can be kind and shape a few nice perceptions and that would be good and there'll be a bit of beauty. And can you feel how it all shrinks and the, 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 I can feel my body as I say that start to shrink and shrivel actually, starts to shrivel up right from my loins to my heart. And if there's more for you to know about how you matter, which isn't about being grandiose, not at all. This soul-making is at this cusp, this daring cusp of humility and incredible privileged glory to witness and to know that's not ours. So my story is, was... You know, I kind of thought, you know, I matter a bit because I do this or that. or <laughs> And I'm sure there's a lot more for me to learn in that humility, the humility of mattering. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not humble to say I don't matter. It's grandiose to say I matter, <laughs> right? But there's something in between that, that that matters, that really matters for matter, for for what we leave for each other. So my story is, it was, <clears throat> it was actually before I started working with Rob in this way, and uh, I can't remember who gave me the book. Maybe it was Kirsten, The Passions of the Western Mind. Anyway, somebody gave it to me. Maybe it was Kirsten. It was just a really, it's old now, it's 20 years old or so. It's a book by Richard Tarnas and it, he tells the story of the Western mind. And I don't want to make it all about the Western mind, but that is what I am an inheritor of and this world is being subjected to and benefits from. And I read the book and it was like, this is very good. And I could see the, I can learn this and that. And it was a bit new for me to look at all those kinds of ideas and, oh yeah, great. And at the end, he kind of makes this invitation of, he sort of opens it up at the end. And I suddenly realized, like, hold on a minute. I've been viewing this story that I'm in, this narrative of how the world and perception and ideas get shaped. I've been viewing it that that's those guys. Those kind of European, usually guys, and, and they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> And, and suddenly I was like, hold on a minute. I have been abdicating myself out of this narrative. This is our narrative. If we want to make something our, what we do with our perception is crucial because where do the stories come from about what we are as a species? Where do the stories come from that we leave as beacons for our children and the ones that follow on? Where do they come from apart from the minds that make the narratives together? And I'm not proposing a single narrative for us, but to stretch at least the ones we've got, because if they are the beacons for the future, then the narrative and the story we tell about ourselves to each other, as individuals and as a species, will not be very soulful. Might make our, like what happened to me just now, that shriveling from the loins to my heart to my head, and my perception of what's here and what my place is starts to narrow. So it matters what we do with perception because we're always making something. There is no neutral stance. So we can take our place in our, at our cosmic coordinates. And that sounds very grand, but it's, it's right where you are. 
And we can tune to that or we can turn away from that. And they are the coordinates of, yes, everything that's happened and shaped the particular way I'm me. I'm not going to be as I understand and open into more soul. I'm not going to be the same as everybody else. And I'm not trying to be different to everybody else. You, we will be at that place, that coordinates of past, present and future, of above and below, of all the narratives that have come and all the narratives that are potentially waiting to be born about what we are as human beings and as a species. How we perceive and the narratives we leave for each other shape how I come into a meditation hall, shape how I get up in the morning and what I do with my eyes and my ears and my heart and what I pick up and what I put down. Taking our place in these coordinates is, I think, what the soul is willing for, or longs for, or burns for. Something about that, isn't it? I know many of you have seen it, but I haven't spoken to all of you. So, But that place where suddenly things, all the things that you've loved, and all the things that you've cared about, and the things that you have charged you or pressed your buttons, suddenly come together here. It's like, oh... Something about all of that shapes all of this and this organ of perception. There's not just empty eyes that are just going to be able to see the way things are. No, they are eyes that are shaping and being shaped. They are creating and discovering. Create, stroke, discover. (laughs) Create, discover. That mystery, sit there at that, that spot where your cosmic coordinates burn like a little star in the sky because it's beautiful and it's fun and it makes sense and what else are you going to (laughs) do if you think of something better tell me I'll be really interested That's what I want to say.